You are now tuned in to Queen Tone, a podcast where all women, especially black women, are invited to share their thoughts, opinions, and experiences with the world without being asked to check their tone. This is a safe space to tune in to hear two millennial women's take on social, political, comedic, and straight up what the fuck topics every other week where we bring it to you straight, no chaser. Because let's be real, it's usually never actually the tone that's too loud, but rather the truth. I'm Dana, a Detroit player paid for being a nerd with my tech savviness and product mindset, but known for my love of 90s R&B, comedic wit, and very on-brand Capricorn lifestyle. And I'm Mita, paid for being a bad bitch and improving people's lives, but also known for my ability to speak truth to power and dance to the beat of my own drum. Real Aquarius shit. And this is Queen Tone. Queen Tone. Queen Tone. Queen Tone. We, back. we back. Season two. We back. Season now you two. may not have known. Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? Season two. Season two. Who knew? You may not have known it was the end of season one, but we back with season two. Hey, we like we believe that surprises are some of the best thing you can have in this world. So we decided to surprise y'all with a season two. Yes, yes, and a you little know? bit of a break to um, to to get the anticipation up. Um, have a few folks catch up on some episodes that they hadn't caught on um, in season two mm-hmm. or in season one, and now we back. Um, we back. Why have we back been gone? Because shit gets real. Nah, I I got a little sick. Um, well, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily say sick, but I had some inflammation in my rib cage. Um, so, which I thought was it felt borderline like a heart attack. Um, Mm-hmm. So I end up coming back to Detroit for for a little minute, uh, which has been nice because I've been able to see a lot of my family members, which I haven't seen in a long time. I was yeah, that's good. I was chilling solo in in Brooklyn, um, so it's nice to come back. Um, yeah. I got uh, the start of of um, the the vaccination, so I'll be soon to be vaxxed, fully vaxxed and waxed and ready for yes, vaxxed and waxed all summer. All summer. 2021. Yes. And then uh, I'm going to get my third shot and my fourth shot and my yeah. fifth shot. Yeah. And and I will say it's been a, it's been a, since our last episode of season one, um, where we had um, Dr. Testify and, and Nurse Todd on, um, BKA, our homegirls and line sisters, um, right. talking about the vaccine. I was still on the fence. And even now I feel like I'm not, enthusiastically saying everybody go get it like do your Mm -hmm. research do what's right for you but like I just really want people not to be making decisions based off of false information or um, YouTube videos or um, clubhouse rooms Um, that that's not you know your due diligence Um, so whatever you choose to do and what you feel is right just have some logic some science Mm -hmm. a little bit of faith no apprentice yes Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but how's your week going? What have you been up to? Oh, fine. You know, um, it started again, just like it does every week. And that's really a drag. I hate that for me. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but <laughs> coming, off, coming off, right, being dead, you know, I like to be alive. Um, so, yeah, we went on vacation. Uh, we, we had our 10th anniversary line trip. Transcendence and them. Uh, so, and Turks and Caicos, coming, it was wonderful. Right. In Turks, it was nice and sunny. 
um, beautiful, beautiful waters. Uh, so I think coming back from that, not gonna lie, it was like a high of like, oh, you know, and then I'm like, oh, work, you know, desk meetings, yes. people, questions, emails. Um, so yeah, so now we're back. This is the, like the second work week back. So I'm like, okay, getting used to normal life again. And I think it's about to snow in Chicago. So there's that. Yeah, and it's about, yeah, same thing with um, Detroit here in the snow. But, you know, it's April. I'm hopeful. I'm about to start my little underground vaccine parties um, for (laughs) the fully vaccinated niggas to hang out. You sure about that? Because I was looking at a hotspot map today in the United States, and let me tell you what Michigan is doing. Everything is not supposed to. See, I feel like, Niggas just not reporting, <laughs> reporting they shit. Um, other states, how, like, how are we ahead of Texas and Florida? We were adjacent mm. to Florida. You know how them niggas was, was I know. moving, like, no mask. there was no panini at all. <laughs> um, so, None. Um, I, don't, I don't believe. I don't I mean, know, I'm man. Still, you know, Look, the data is the data that we have available to us, but I swear, Michigan was hot all over that damn map. That's once they uh, took um, Big Gretch executive powers away. Oh, um, yeah. Everything started spiking. But, Mm-mm-mm. you know, we, we we making it the best the best that we can. See? Um, the nerve. Yeah. Um, reading anything new, watching anything new, listening to anything new. <sighs> I mean, there's been just so much. I've been binge watching. Y'all know I love binge watching old shows. So the nanny is on HBO Mr. Max. Sheffield. Yeah. Uh, I used to watch the show growing up, but clearly I watched it in reruns. Like I don't think I was I don't mm-hmm. think I was watching it while it was on, even though it was on from like ninety three to ninety-nine or something like yeah, six seasons. So anyway, binge watch that. It was six seasons. I binge watched it in about a month. I didn't watch nothing but the nanny. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to sing the fucking theme song. She was going down the avenue with doom, doom, doom. We, we don't need all of it. We don't need all <laughs> um, what else? Oh, I'm currently binging all of us. It's on Hulu. That was only on for oh, four okay. seasons. And if y'all remember, this is Elise Neal, Dwayne Martin, and Lisa Ray. And y'all know the drama yeah. that happened that because Lisa Ray say that Dwayne Martin introduced yeah. her husband, who was a prince. And that's executively produced by Will Smith and Jada to add <laughs> yes, in that who little thing. And fun fact, um, what's the son's name? Both sons were on the show, like as reoccurring characters. Oh, yeah. Will Smith's show. Uh, Will Smith's yeah. sons. Oh, yeah. Trey and... Trey um, and Jaden. Jaden. Yeah, so that was really yeah. cute. Uh, Will's, it was so many guest stars. Will Smith was on the show as the best friend who started to date Nisi. Um, <laughs> Tisha Arnold. That was no, when, no. What's uh, Dwayne's ex-wife's oh, name? Oh, Tisha, Tisha Campbell Martin. Campbell. Was, she was yeah, on the show sister. and played his sister. Yeah. Um, it was. It's a cute little show. I'm on season three. It UPN was first on UPN, then transitioned to CW okay. before CW yeah, turned a- into CW. Yeah, they used to have um, a good run of shows. Um, yeah, so I just you know yeah. been been binge watching kind of like some of nostalgias uh, type shows, and then of course Winter Soldier. You know yeah, it's cool. I, it's not necessarily my cup of tea, but other people like it. Um, it's very 
like military propaganda. I thought. I mean, mm. the whole storyline in Marvel can kind of throw into that too. Um, it's like the movies. Like, WandaVision was more my cup of tea, but I still, you know, right. I'm a fuck with it because I fuck with Marvel. I have a feeling that Loki is going to be more my cup of tea too. Um, yeah. So we'll see. So you know, I've been watching that um, Invincible, which is on Prime. Love that. It's after a comic book. I haven't started that. You should watch it. It's really good. It's kind of gory, but it's good. Um, and I think that's really it. Yeah. What about you? I'm still with my staple shows. Um, this is us. Grey's Anatomy. Oh, duh. yeah. Um, you know, like those prime time. Um, Falcon Winter Soldier. Honestly, since I've been back in Detroit, I haven't. I'm like almost almost saving some shows to when I get back to Brooklyn mm. to to binge. Mm-hmm. Um, but I started back reading again. My high school self would be so ashamed. Um, but I don't. Fun fact about me: I'm obsessed with any type of movie, game, or book that is like. A whodunit type of mystery, like Clue, hmm. anything okay. Ag- Agatha Christie, anything in um, book form. Interesting. Anything book form, movie, TV, oh, okay, whatever. So I'm reading um, the Hunting Party by Lucy Foley. Um, it's actually, the first you know I'll read books that I've read in a long time, um, which is cool. It has nothing to do about anybody. A bunch of friends go to a cabin in the woods. Somebody end up dead. One of them killed them. We got to figure out who did it. Um, yeah, th- those are always my my guilty pleasures. Um, I just started it, so I don't want to be like, you know how every time LeBron James got a book, he reads the I first know. page. <laughs> he like, it's and very when enlightening. Asking about it, he like it's enlightening. Um, yeah, it's very. So that's um, how I am. <laughs> yeah, it's very pertinent to the times. You know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a staple. Start. It's a staple. It's a staple. <laughs> you know. Um, so that's how I am because I'm like on page ten, um, but yeah, yeah. Let's let's get into um, some of the queen shits. Um, so I'm actually proud about this queen shit because we are both um, a part in contributing. So Nina mentioned we um, were on a trip to celebrate our tenth anniversary uh, of being Deltas, um, but more importantly, aside from like the celebration and also the trip. Um, was we launched um, our annual scholarship called the Transcending Black Girl Magic Scholarship, um, which will be for, yes, it will be for, or it is for um, high school um, female seniors, uh, high school black female seniors in the state of Michigan or Illinois, because that's where um, we're from. Um, and it'll be given out annually. Um, I'll add to the to the notes of this episode, but head to Instagram at um, transcendingbgm uh, for Black Girl Magic mm-hmm. um, to spread the word. If you know any high school seniors in Michigan or Illinois um, that plan to attend either a four year university, a community college, or a trade school, um, we have a nice chunk of moolah um, to yes. give away. Um, this will be annually, so I'm super excited for us to kick it off because scholarships were th- the deciding factor look, of school. Look. Um, once I decided I was going to college, it was like, who give me the most money? Um, I know some people have the luxury of going where they want or they you know, can figure it out and pay for it, but it really comes down to if it ain't about the money, um, right. can't, can't, really, can't really do shit can't about it. So, it. I mean, yeah. that's the sucky part. And I think that that's what kind of fueled my interest in like doing this scholarship is 
you know, some of us don't have a choice. It was like, I grew up in the hood and to get out the hood, I was sold a dream that if I got a degree, I would be able to do that. But because I grew up poor in the hood, I didn't have access to the resources that would allow me to go to a college um, that I deserve to go to, that I got into because I was really smart, because I did everything and more than any of my white counterparts, but it was gonna cost me an arm and a leg. And so I signed away my life (laughs) on some damn student loans Mm -hmm. because I was sold the dream that if I did that, I would eventually make enough money to pay back. Now, most of that is true, right? If I didn't go to the schools that I went to, both undergrad and graduate, I wouldn't be in the place that I am right now. And that should, I can just keep it a buck. Like I literally would not. But I still got this damn price tag. <laughs> I still got this bill, okay? And so I think for me, the scholarship is a small way of like helping that girl out that deserves to go where she wants to go. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if a, if a couple hundred, however much money, you know, it ends up being that it, it, it it's helpful in some way. Yeah. At least a, at least a start. Um, cause if it, if, if money wasn't the object, I would have been at North Carolina A&T, right. but they gave me right. a penny and Michigan gave me, yeah. was, you know, making it rain. Um, so it, you know, that became the choice. But yeah, definitely check out um, on Instagram, Transcending BGM. Um, It'll be in the notes for this episode as well. Tell um, any high school black female senior that you know. Um, The application deadline is May 9th. So you still have some time if you're listening to this episode um, right when it drops. Mm -hmm. Um, And you can also reach out on the um, Instagram profile as well if you have any questions or anything like that. So definitely excited about that i'm excited to be 10 and delta old head old head for um, real and let this be a testament to a lot of y'all they be like y'all pay for friends and y'all don't do shit let me tell you <laughs> how much we contribute i mean just each each of us on our line are like in the community changing people's lives literally we breathe this shit and we were like what's another way we could help you know (laughs) like and i hope that this is inspiration to other greeks out there other lines who you know hey let's do it let's 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 figure out a way to even outside of our chapters our home chapters or our alumni chapters to to give back like you know this was just a cool thing and i'm glad that i could bond with my line and offer this um, as something that we'll do annually from now on. It's really cool. Yeah. Hell, even if you're not Greek, if you got a group of friends, right. and you know, want to do something, very true. target. Uh, I feel like our, our basis was targeting girls who were like us. So, mm-hmm. you know, high school in Michigan or Illinois, but like if you and your ex high school football homies want to start something or cheer or whatever, yeah. like definitely go forth and, yeah. and do that because scholarships even are, the smallest amount it literally makes a difference yeah. because one last thing my gripe with fafsa and, and this mm-hmm. may be a small minority but when they take your parents income and they use every single penny mm-hmm. and then say no your parents uh you're you're not in complete poverty you may be the p and the o and the v not complete poverty and then mm-hmm. they expect all of your parents income to go towards your education so like we not eating no more that's systematically <laughs> racist the too no more. so like, right so it's like systematically even in the, there was a study that came out um that i was reading ah oh, i forget where it was 
But there is a study that has said middle class black people versus middle class white people, middle class black people still have Mm -hmm. a a degraded um, quality of life because they historically Mm -hmm. have debt or they historically just don't have generational wealth. So they too, if they went to college or their parents went to college, Mm -hmm. they still have student loan debt to pay back. Which means yeah. that maybe their family didn't own a home, which means that they couldn't refinance their house to pay for Timmy to go to college. Therefore, they're mm-hmm. or like my sister on episode nine is paying bills for for yeah. family members. Oh yeah, yeah. You still so don't, all that your all paycheck your doesn't go back you. to you. Yeah, we and had a, when yeah. I Mm-mm. when I was in Seattle, um, my co my black coworkers, we were talking about like you know working at Microsoft, people are coming out of college making six figures and it's like but all of that is not mine it's me paying for my younger siblings to, right. to for them to go through high school paying for all of their senior Prom, stuff like helping you know my you mom want them to have bills. the shit you ain't have go on the field trips exactly. you ain't go so it's on. like i'm not yeah the budgets aren't the aren't the same at all it's not um so, so yeah yeah I'm, I'm excited about that scholarship yeah. if you and got I'm a group like, of yeah. friends who are doing well um and, and I would say too to promote not just university because I don't think college is for everyone. Right. Um, trade schools, anything. Right. You know, electricians Shit. make electricians live, live nice lives. beauty school. I mean, Plumbers, it can literally yes. be anything. If whatever your passion is, or whatever your friends, or you want to say, I want somebody to have a pot of money to make X easier for them yep. to lift somebody up. I say do it. And not let the money be the barrier for greatness. Right. There's a lot of people who would be better than the people we see, and they just couldn't get that. They couldn't didn't get have that a laptop, entry fee. so they could, you know, mm-hmm. couldn't get next, that laptop. Didn't have that right. book. Been there. Oh, I got cussed out. Oh, I got cussed out by a professor, and I had a book, and I was I like, never have a book. I was I like, <laughs> I showed up to the open book midterm without the book. <sighs> That was horrible. But I ended up passing the class anyway, by the grace of God. One day we got to do a college stories episode. I just feel like, yeah. like, <laughs> just, like just like crazy college shit. The papers, the lies I told, you know what I'm saying? The truths yeah. I told, the papers the I was like. help me graduate. <laughs> it's a, we talk about the College of Engineering. It's a group effort. For real, I'm sure. Yeah, for y'all, for sure. So, yes, we gotta have a college stories episode one day. Anyway, let's get into Um, this shit, shit. Um, So, you know, we've been on hiatus in between seasons one and two, and there's a lot that has happened since we've been gone. Some I tried to block out. (laughs) Yes, every I feel like every week. What I feel like it started with Meghan Markle. Like I feel like that's what really popped it off. Yeah. Around Feb was that at the beginning of March? February. Well the March? Oprah interview was in March because I was in Detroit when I watched that. But I feel like it was just you know, they've been playing a baby girl for oh, yeah. a while. Um, but she said not today, um, with that Oprah. I got the same vibe of like them going to Oprah was the same as when or similar to when Jordan Woods went to the red table. Like, I'm gonna show you. Oh <laughs> I'm gonna get <laughs> I'm going to spend this right. my way. Well, I mean, um, Tyler Perry probably was like, look, do me this favor. I pay for yeah. y'all security. Like, who knew yeah. Tyler Perry was going to save? <laughs> like, Tyler Perry is a really upstanding guy. Say what you want, including yeah. me. I'm talking to myself. Say what you want about his creative outlets. But he really be looking out for black folks. And that warms he my do. heart. He really do. 
Um, he do. His plays are. I mean, I I enjoy his plays. Um, he has a different, like a, a solid niche um, group of people. Um, his TV shows. I mean, I hate watch Sisters every week. I think I had to. I ended <laughs> really? something early. I was like, bitch, I gotta oh, watch wow. Sisters. Oh wow, it week. looks terrible. It is, but the I only just... thing more terrible than that is that White House show. Because every time I see oh, a clip, I don't... every time, I, every time, I, last week's clip that was crazy was the president's son like jacking off to, to oh, his and then therapist like he, and then like, putting it on her. He, yeah, and I was like, really, Tyler Perry? Really? But Tyler Perry built that set of the White House, which he is like did. the only one or one of the rare few of the full White House mm-hmm. on his lot. To waste it on the son of the president jacking on off. It. Yeah, but on like that's therapist. progress. Like that's the progress mm. we're looking for. Being able to ski you on know, your therapist I just, on a confederate I just armies. want him to leave the creative process um. to other people. <laughs> I, think it's, I think he's done enough. Thank you. Continue to hire and continue to grow your empire. Continue to produce maybe... Um, but this other shit Who's that you're producing doing? this movie, director, producer, right. Dylan, 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 right. Dylan, Dylan, he, Dylan, yeah, Dylan. no, that's just, and then just there be the sometimes on YouTube, if I get bored, like there's always this like recap of season whatever of X show. So I just watched a mm-hmm. recap of season one of the of that White House show, and it was wor- it was worse than any soap opera I could have ever imagined. The storylines were so all slow. So yeah. many people were murdered. It was like how to get away with murder and scandal. Um, I don't know. Like, fuck our lives. It was just terrible. <laughs> it was really bad. It was really bad. And anyway. hey, he had the money to help Megan and he did. That's how we got to him. What's her yes, name? Prince Harry. Harry. He had the money. Mm-hmm. Yes, that scene gave him the funds to be able to help you know, <laughs> I guess so with, with that so I you guess full so circle, full circle. and then apparently oh, oh Prince Philip died um, okay right and then the sky mm-hmm. turned blue the next day um, yeah. I mean monarchs die I love monarchs the, die I love they, the, they come yeah. and they go and I can't I mean considering how many countries just like the British Empire is just like okay it's it's easier to name the com- the companies. It's easier to name the countries that haven't been colonized by them than to try right. and list all the ones. Right. That have. I think it's and it's well, a very about the low original sin. Number. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we just Americans also, just capitalized on it and made it better because we really yeah. got that racism shit down. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But you know, yeah. like we all that imperialism British shit. racism. We got that. We gonna make our own. <laughs> right. American we were racism. in competition for got sure. <laughs> um, yes. But yeah, uh, people worrying about if Meghan Markle's uh, baby was going to be like dark skinned or I don't know, come out yes. looking <laughs> I, like Wesley Snipes. I'm not really sure what they expected. They have. I'm like, I'm like Meghan Markle herself. Like she's a black woman. Yes. But you have to yes. do a double take. So don't like. Let's yes. not play in my face. Like she's yeah. not even, and she knows Daniel, she's very, Daniel very fair. Kalua, is that how you say his yeah. name? Sorry if I got it wrong. He was hosting SNL, and he was like, "Yes, I'm black, and I'm British. I'm basically what the royal mm-hmm. family thought uh, the baby the was going to look gonna like." And it's like, y'all don't. Yeah, that's. I really want to know who said it. 
I think it was all of them. Me too. I don't think it's one I don't, person. I don't. I think. Yeah. I, I think Harry's still trying to cover up and make his family look good, but it was all of yeah. them. Some people just said it. Probably said it a little bit nicer than others, right. but they all wanted to know. Um, yeah. And you know. That was crazy. They, happy. they was basically pushed out of the monarchy because they just weren't going to pay for their living expenses, weren't going to pay for their securities. They were like, why the fuck are that's we here? That's wild. Yeah, that's wild. But it does make me um, think, like, what did y'all think was going to happen? Like, Meghan Markle, you're a sweet lady. Um, but you can't be that naive. And she I said she didn't Google him. Chunk. Or the empire. I mean, but you don't even got to Google the British Empire, though. You don't even have For to Google to it know, to know. To know nothing about anything. Maybe I, I knew who Princess Diana was because it was when I was younger, everybody was watching her funeral over here. But, like, I still knew what baby boy, at least he's part of the royal family and that means something to them over there. Yeah. So for her to be in Hollywood and not know like that, come on bro i think I mean, they were both very naive i think harry had a level of um naivete of like oh yeah she's a black but she's not like black black black, black. yeah you know negro nose type of black yeah. black so everything should be good and it's like you see i yeah, think should have been had a backup plan i think if megan's mother was white Mm-hmm. And her daddy was black and out oh, the picture. Maybe they would maybe feel they differently. could digest it more. Mm-hmm. But the fact that her mother is very much so present in her life mm-hmm. and is very black, and when I, I say very that. black, I mean she's not oh, ambiguous yeah. at all. Yeah, it's like a constant. I love her. I, every of, time I see, I just think her mother is so pretty. Like just yeah, so regal, not even so, pretty is regal. That's the word. I mean, she yeah. clearly she's a gorgeous woman, but just it's just her hair, the nose ring, the way she. Yeah. It's just ah, oh, I love it. Um, yeah. But yeah, come on now, nah, Megan. But I'm, you like, know, good for y'all. Y'all over here now where we still have racism. So there you go. I can um, also kind of believe it because I feel like a lot of people enter, hell, even in here, enter in relationships and especially in interracial relationships and don't realize what that means until last summer. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's what? real too. That's I'm married real to too. a black person and this is what racism looks like? That's like, real too. Um, so it doesn't. What is it? I'm I'm shocked but not surprised or I'm yeah. surprised but not shocked. One of them. I'm I'm not everything. I'm one of yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> um. I understand what you mean. And then the yeah. backlash from the backlash. <laughs> so you know you had Pierce Morgan ass, which I didn't even oh. know. That. So apparently he had one date with Meryl Markle, Meghan Markle. She went off to like only he knew it was a only right because I don't was a date. I didn't when he explained the story I didn't I was like oh so she like got free drinks from you. I didn't see that as a date. She was networking. She's a celebrity. You're a British yeah. uh, tabloid a editor. British so, tabloid person. He was course, married during that. I'm looking for a come date. up. I'm looking for a feature. I'm looking for a front page positive exactly. news And um, he says some racist shit. And then here comes Sharon Osbourne ass defending the racist shit. The backlash from the backlash. And Sharon ain't got a job no more. And there you go. Yeah. And... Cheryl Underwood and Elaine <laughs> Wentworth had better to just than sit me. there and yeah, but it, I feel like there every black person, every black woman has to do that. Yes, has has had that experience where Absolutely. it's like I have to remain calm, silent, nice. I hate the word nice, um, but nice in order to keep my job mm-hmm. because 
if they would have especially said anything, in the media yes it would have been flips it would have been turned yeah. and instead what they did in doing that it just made sharon look like a even more of a screen than what me. she was De- what did Tell i do me. teach me it was teach like bitch are you crying oh yes no, you don't get to cry. I've been there. She told Cheryl, you don't get to get emotional. Right. Because I'm not. It's like, I, I really have a question. If you, if, if we have a white listener, I may even phone a friend. Like, <laughs> why is it that you are so afraid of being called racist than the actual racist Act shit of racism that, you do? that you're exhibiting? Like, I'm aware that you could, like, we all fall into some shit where you know we've been conditioned or live in a society like this i would rather you say yep i've been conditioned like this i'm trying to unlearn but this is what i said but the the label of being racist is the end all be all for y'all like i'm not racist that's telling in your last name and your last name is ford or your last name is vanderbilt or you're like (laughs) some major type of through the generations racist colonizing slave owning type shit or you got some black kinfolk that got the same last name as your ass. Okay. It's literally, it's just like, yeah, delusion. The delusion. And yeah, they just are so unaware. Um, it's infuriating, but this is nothing new. So, yeah. yeah. No, peak white woman there. Uh, let's see. Oh, that man cheated on his wife. Um oh that man cheated on his wife. Yeah. I really am. Um, his name is Derek the, Jackson. The, the helmet of salvation. Um, <laughs> with <laughs> so every pre pre his his little expose or whatever, his videos would come up on my only on my Facebook. And if yeah, you are they would on only Facebook, come up on my Facebook. Yeah, I never it's, watched it's certain, them though. <laughs> it's a certain type of person that would. I'm not gonna call my family and friends out, but it's a certain <laughs> type of person that would be watching these things that would come up on my timeline, and I would be like, "Why is why is baby boy sitting in the car?" Mm. And and I feel like when once the video came out, even men were like, "If he's man bashing that much, mm-hmm. women, you should be worried yeah. because ain't no nigga that great of a nigga to yeah. just be man bashing right. and telling you the truth at the same time." Even my no, let me tell you, I'd be <laughs> like, even to my partner, I'd be like, "Now you know that was wrong," and he'll still be like, "Well, look on the no, other side." He'd be like, "But it is wrong," you know. Even the good ones, even the good yeah. ones, will still cape. For the bad ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. In the long lines, if I just feel like you shouldn't get dating. Like, I just am not about to take dating advice from men, especially from men that I would never actually date. Like, I don't really There's care that. about your opinion. My problem with or your dating advice is why is it always geared towards women? Why is the well, there's there's not any advice society says for men? We not shit if we not married to men and men get oh yeah once you you know reach your destiny and your end all you should marry someone mm-hmm. so they can have your babies no so yeah. y'all the niggas who got shit in y'all drawers I don't need advice <laughs> I have two degrees I own a house I have a very cute dog I don't need advice you need advice. I will say, especially for black people, I feel like it, that market is so wide open because I saw some, I think it was the Grapevine TV post a question on like, how did you learn how to date? Mm-hmm. 
and everyone was like no one actually taught me how to date people mm. said don't have sex don't have babies too young and then true true five years later they were like get married why i want some grandkids yeah there that's was no real. actual like here's how you actually date here's what you should figure out what you want so i feel like that leads the gate open to these dating experts or relationship gurus or whatever to like speak their piece and yeah general information is great but like it's two very specific individual people so all that relationship all advice dating advice is, is not going to be like applicable is rooted in misogyny oh very much so so very much so i don't even Between like Gary giving Jackson, dating advice i personally don't even um, like giving dating advice and i'm in it and i'm in a what people would consider a, a healthy relationship i per, mm. even i'd be like i don't know how i don't know how we do this shit like i don't know because like, i can for, tell what you what works, works for, for you me, but that don't work for everybody but it only it only works for you because of who you're in a relationship with so yeah. even if you were to then give me advice right maybe it'll work for me but it may not work for me yeah and it's the weird partner that I'm with. but i mean it's it's a part of life you kind of trade stories and stuff but I, yeah i yeah. agree just these relationship gurus um, I never listened to his videos to be honest with you I just I like his videos would have come across my page and I just wouldn't listen to them because I'm just not into dating mm-hmm. advice no matter who it's coming from um, yeah. yeah so yeah you, you may you may somewhat get me and when I say get me means I don't think it's trash if your audience is you so if like I'm targeting women who are like me mm-hmm. and you're focusing on the woman like self-improvement or anything that's mm-hmm, focused on mm-hmm. you but once you start going and involving other people and all that stuff it's like you but even then but e- one man and I, and is I say saying even, to another man oh you need to do better you need to do the, like i just don't think that there's that kevin many people samuels. <laughs> no kevin samuels did have because I have. I wish I could see the look cousins. I just gave Dana. Yeah, who sent me his videos? And then in one video, Kevin Samuels was talking to this young boy. He was like twenty, and he kept telling him he needs to get his money up, and kept asking him how big his dick was, and saying he wasn't going to get a girl because his dick is not big enough. And see, I was just, I just, and I y'all was, wonder why y'all got people out here like, all right, give me money, pay my bills do this do that because that's yeah. all y'all have even the slim majority of you that's all you have to order you have no emotional intelligence you have no. um absolutely no understanding of how women uh process emotions or or you're completely selfish and narcissistic so when we call actually, you you only talk like about women. yourself yeah they don't just, actually like women. y'all have nothing to offer as- but maybe some money but and that's a but yeah. maybe like uh, the majority of y'all not don't have it so it's like the a small group of y'all that have it because that's all y'all got to offer you have nothing else yeah and that's basically what kevin samuels advertises is all these whatever his version of high value man is all tied to the money that the man makes yeah so it's like do this so you can get this type of woman so you can get this type of it's nothing about character nothing about Values, nothing about How have holding a conversation. Somebody. It's all about the money that they make. So Ugh, you need sickening. to pair with the Madden. women who only want to date you for your money. Yeah. And you know, who knows? And then maybe you wonder we should why start they dating don't advice you. podcast. <laughs> we should have an episode should of like we? the worst dating advice ever to just go. 
You know, there it, randomly, I was listening to a commercial for a podcast, and I think the name of the podcast is "Would You Date Me" or "Would You Date." Would you date me? So it's a comedian, and she asks people mm-hmm. on her show, Wait, like, would you um, date me? Why won't it, you date me? Yeah, why won't you date me? With, something um, like that. With old girl from Nailed It? Yeah. Yeah. So that, it's I something like that. Podcast. Oh, okay. I, didn't, yeah. I haven't listened just, to it, but it's something like that, right? Where yeah. it's like... She talks about... Um, she interviews people, and she talks about their dating life, and, like, they're, you know, some people are... Um, non-monog or ethical non-monogamist or you know all the different types of things whatever um and she interviews them about their dating life and talks about things and then she's single and she's like talks about her like escapades on apps and stuff mm-hmm. and then asks like would you date yourself or would you date me based off of like our conversation whatever it's mm-hmm. comedy um uh, and you learn a lot if you're like li- curious about how other people function in their relationships yeah. Um, or like dating in the pandemic or you know the whole app life no yeah it seemed like a cute um, show i feel like yeah. i heard her interview on one of the shows i watch but uh, or listen to but yeah i'm just tired of people giving just women advice like yeah let's let's get something else let's let's not do this i can't and then i think i don't listen to kevin samuels either in fact you told me who kevin samuels is and i still yeah. have not watched the video but apparently he was on the Joe Budden podcast, another podcast I, I don't listen to anymore. What um, did the internet call them? <laughs> um, it was it was a picture of them two, and two, I can't remember who was it. Justin, the respectfully Justin, it was it was a picture of four niggas who were just toxic, and it was like the Mighty Morphin toxic niggas. <laughs> like Twitter was giving them uh, name this group. How wack do you have to be to get on YouTube, get on a podcast, and talk about rating women's looks? Like it's just so lame, and they and like calling Sweetie a, a six. And you're not even a zero. Like, let's first not. All, let's not. First of all. Let's not. First of all, Kevin Samuels has been divorced twice. So why is he telling you're not anybody about how to get married or how to be in a successful relationship? Apparently, he doesn't pay child support for his kids. <laughs> but, like, telling women it sounds they're like basically an ass nigga. In, a, in a danger zone. And I hate that I know all this stuff. In a danger zone, basically, if you're a woman and you're over 32 and mm-hmm. not married and if you, even more of a danger zone if you have at least one kid um basically you're not gonna do shit if you're a single mother no no jabs against absent fathers it's only the of single mothers not. who are who are fucking screwed um and if you're overweight and i think his overweight is like over like a size six even though the average american woman's size is like a 12 or 14 mm-hmm. um your age just all this stuff that's just very unrealistic and nobody wants um, you and then nobody's women, checking for I, you they have to have low self-esteem will call in and just the way that he degrades women and the i wouldn't even say degrade i'll say the way that he chooses to think that his harshness and bluntness is truth and yeah. men get behind and that helpful and love, or something. like humbling women i have a very i have very much so a problem that men you know get their rocks off on when you try yeah, to humble humbling. women every man very every abusive. man who listens to him i feel like refers to women as females you know mm-hmm. it's it's very much so very dusty very crusty very i live at home with my mother yes yeah, it's very much so. Um, or I was lame in high school and got a degree, became Greek, and now I think I got a chip on my shoulder. Yes. Oh, very much. Yeah, I, Kevin Samuels is definitely, definitely. Um, and 
I don't like I don't want to get into 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 gay bashing, but a lot of people, even men have said that men who have claimed to date have dated Kevin Samuels, that mm-hmm. he's gay. Most of his audience are the very homophobic men who are listening to him as well. Mm. So it's like I think there's something there. Yeah, yeah, but anyway, enough of yeah, so So anyway, that yeah, so he calls Sweetie a six. Okay. He like y'all are tripping in And they- his his examples are that are tens are also very I mean, these women are still gorgeous as they age, but it's also very time-stamped. Like, They're dated. Um, yeah, because he said Diane Pam Greer. Carol, and, Pam aren't Greer. they all, like, on the fair side? Like, if you paper bag test yeah. on, the high, on, yes. the, on the yellow side? Yes. So that already tells me I don't need so, to listen to you. Yeah. And why are you comparing a 20... How old is Sweetie? 21-year-old today to no, what sweetie, those women not 20, were. Oh, that was so hot, 25? She younger than us, ain't she? Either way, why are you comparing her to a Diane Carroll, but you're saying that Beyonce is a... I don't know. His scale is whatever. She's 27. Um, oh, okay. Oh, I didn't realize she was that close to us. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, why? And also, yeah. who are who are who you? Who are you? Who are you? No one asked you. you. No um, one cares. Um, yeah. My then, dating advice, if you meet a man who constantly talks about Kevin Samuels, run. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, no. Run. That toxic shit. Mm-mm. Run. And not even mm-hmm. as a conversation starter because there's a million other fucking things that we mm-hmm. can talk about. Run. No. Run. Who Jesus. Anyway, yes. those are the same niggas that Speaking listen to Boosie. Speaking of sweetie. Right. <laughs> Speaking of Sawate. <laughs> so, Sawate, I thought her name was Sawate. Sawate. <laughs> Shout out to Tracy and Liz Ross. <laughs> her and Quavo broke up. There Which is fine. Oh, that was also a thing. I, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to do more social media breaks because Twitter, once again, was going up on the battle of, or the conversation of domestic violence with yeah. that video on the elevator. Niggas were, again, you gotta see both sides. You gotta, y'all want like equality. It. Y'all want equality, so you should be able to fight a man. Like, really? Dense ass nigga? Like, that's, First that's of what all, you think equality is? Equality doesn't mean that we don't want chivalry. Um, and also, why and are you putting your hands? Right. It's just yeah. like, why are you putting your hands on anybody? Clearly, they were in. Clearly, they were in some type of fight, and I would be doing the same. He was pushing her. I push. You know, mm-hmm. I'm gonna defend myself. But you know what? Analyzing the video is not gonna do anything. Clearly, they've moved past it. I felt like their statements was very like, mind Take your business. Um, yeah. We, you know, mind your business. I'm not gonna say you know. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna mind my business, but. Yeah, no. And I love, you know what I do love is that I feel like women, like celebrities who get into these kind of domestic situations are, what's the word? They're being a little bit more like, I'm not going to answer y'all dumbass questions. Like y'all are not mm-hmm. going to Rihanna me to death. Y'all are not going to mm-hmm. ask me why I went back. In fact, I, I think, what's her name? FTK's Twigs? I, I may be F- saying her F- name. FKA Twigs yeah. with um, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. And in her yeah. interview, 
Gail, Gail King did her interview and Gail King was like, I know this is a dumb question, but people will ask you why you stayed. And she said, I'm not going to answer those questions. Ask them mm-hmm. why they kept me. And I was like, that's mm-hmm. powerful. Because mm-hmm. we lived, even in the Tina documentary, which came out on HBO, maybe a few that. weeks ago, it was really good. Because um, even if you, I feel like I grew up with Tina because the movie came out, you know, mm-hmm. and I knew everything about her, but, you know, the fact that she did not want to make that movie, but people kept pestering her about um, the abuse. She was like, okay, I'm going to put mm-hmm. in a movie and I never want to talk about it again. And she hadn't, even mm-hmm. at the premiere, there was a, she, there was a clip. She was, they asked her if she had seen the movie. She said, no, I never want to relive this. But now, but it ended mm-hmm. up <laughs> reliving it because everybody, this movie was so huge, but yeah. she really wrote her autobiography, which the film is based off of so that she wouldn't have to answer any more questions about her abuse. Yes. Because you never, you never asked the abusers. Right. Like, Why did you? Or, they, or not that? Not that I'm saying give a platform to abusers, but like they never have to. And hell, it may not even be traumatic for them. They never have to constantly relive what could be the most traumatic yeah. part of their life over and yeah. over again for a sound bite or to right. be asked the same question right. over again for an interview. And it's like, why? You know. Yeah. Also, the number of songs or movie. Um, you know pop culture that references her abuse as like a yep. joke like i know um, i can tina even drunken even, love yeah like, drunken love we can does. fight like i can tina why yeah. the fuck was that ever a line um, very and true everybody is aware that it happened it's Yikes. just like oh nope that's just what they were yeah um so yeah i'm not yeah I'm not so but, you know i'm glad the third member of amigos that it's nigga like I'm waiting chill. for his shoe Oh, he drop. wasn't. Oh, he was in jail for a long. Was it take? No, which one is with is Cardi? Is take off Quavo Offset? Offset is with Cardi. So, so take, take off. Yeah, take off was the one that was in jail. I think. Oh, I don't know nothing about him. I'm not gonna lie. I think he put out some music, but I don't listen to none of their music, so I really could not tell you. Yeah, their music is more so brunch we out it's a pregame like i'm never pressing play to listen to it absolutely but especially not as, was, as solo artists the fuck yeah <laughs> but when outside was open i feel like they have been the soundtrack oh yeah they got it. hits yeah, yeah. but um, no nah, nothing not i'm listening my, to not from my stream <laughs> right yeah. i go um, to the same six albums i've been playing for the last 10 years okay Woo! <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, I forgot so, about the Grammys. Uh, the Grammys happened. Oh, Shout out to Meg. Happened. You know, she got Best New Artist. Yes. She got Record of the Year, Song of the Year, one of them bitches. And Beyonce was up there with her. She Beyonce broke titles. Yeah. Beyonce yeah. broke titles. As always. She looked like she was just there as a. And I discovered Dua Lipa. That's my bitch now. Oh, That's the yeah. one new thing I've been <laughs> listening to. I'm so mad at y'all that didn't tell me that Dua Lipa was single handedly saving pop music. Like that's, that's my bitch. The, she's the one who had the single with the with the baby. Yes. Okay. That album, yeah. Future Nostalgia, yeah. Bop from end to fucking end. Yeah. Like this is my white I girl side coming out. It's good. I haven't been with with the pop with the pop girls or people in a minute. I think Ariana Grande is probably my closest pop. Person yeah, but she been going more R and B lately, and that was R and you know R and B. Right, she be going more R and B, but this is pure pop, and I just love it. I really, it's just yeah. like dance music, and I just I live. Yeah, where you can just mm-hmm. dance off. Now nah, she can't really dance, but I love that too. 
that makes it more authentic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, what else yeah. happened? Oh, DMX um, passed. DM- yes, DMX passed. R.I.P. I'll say, at least for my my little news outlets or, or in my little bubble, DMX death greatly surpassed Phillips' death. Mm, um, yeah, it happened the same day, right? And, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm glad, like someone who's worthy of of being able to give his flowers, right? Um, I feel like he was one of the few rappers who constantly raps about God, um, mm-hmm. unapologetically. Even his life, like hearing the hearing how he was first introduced to. I don't even know what specific drug it was, but like hard drugs, crack. Um, with his mentor, um, lacing a joint of what he thought was weed when he was 14 mm. and like DMX saying like, how could you do that to a kid when that was the one male figure that he had in his life that he actually trusted That's trauma. and for that to be his introduction into his life, his life yeah. battling addiction is like very fucked up. But every celebrity who, you know, came out, started talking about him or people who was close to him. The stories were like one in a million. It's not even, Saying that he was a great person didn't even do it justice. It was like, no, this man was a one in a million type of personality. His spirit, his love, his everything mm-hmm. um, was like. I felt like he touched a lot of a lot of lives. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, you. I remember the streams went up listening to his music. Yeah. I remember listening to his his album. I feel like my mom liked his music, so we would listen to um, "It's Dark and Hot, Hell Is Hot," mm-hmm. um, and some of the other ones, "Flesh of My Flesh," uh, blood uh, blood something blood. something like that. So you know, I used to that was like the Erica. It was like Erica Badu or DMX. Like which album is it? <laughs> Baduism. Yeah, I think they came out the same year. Baduism. Uh-huh. And his debut album came out the same year. And so, yeah, it was like going back and forth every Saturday morning. Which one? What was the vibe? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so. It was my older cousins for me. Yeah. Okay. On his album. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, it, it's sad. He battled addiction. He also, he had like, no pun intended, lots of demons because he, he himself was abusive. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think a lot of people he resonated with a lot of people of like wanting to do better, wanting to be right, having a fear of God, but still mm-hmm. never being quote unquote perfect. So people, yeah. he was people, an imperfect human. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, yeah, like you said, battling his, his demons. Um, yeah. I feel like, um, he tapped into, I feel like my, um, my mama and aunties came about on him. Um, with uh y'all gonna make me lose my mm. mind up, up in here. like up she still be here. saying that um but yeah rest in peace to Turtle. rest in peace um we did get some other legends a uh, versus with the isley brothers mm. and earth wind and fire and red and <laughs> uh also featuring water the imaginary fifth member of uh, fourth <laughs> member of Earth, Wind & Fire who did not make the cut, Steve Harvey. Because this nigga had... He wanted to be in the band. He wanted to be in the band so much. Yes. And he was really living out his full dream. 
Yes. Being there, it was but annoying, it was too much. But you could tell. You could tell he was living out. Like no one was gonna stop him. Um. Um. Uh, Mr. Isley had a had a um a makeover. Not a makeover, but a, <laughs> the beard uh, will do it. A, the beard the will do it. That had your grandma, he was your mama, like a little zaddy. you, and your like a, and your daughter. Yes. It was giving me Detroit vibes, like, but I think they're from Ohio. Yeah, Midwest. It's you know they just travel mm-hmm. so back and forth. They got they got. But the, the mink same, was shop. Vibes. I need to get me a fur yeah. coat for real. Sugar shop. Yeah, that's how I know I'll make it. Like if I'm a true Detroiter, yeah. is when you reach boss level and get a mink coat. Yes, Gladys and um, Gladys and Patty's verses was for the mamas. Mm-hmm. Earth, Wind, and Fire, and the Isley brothers um, I think Rod Isley also he has like a forty or forty fifty pushing fifty year old child, and also has an eight year old. And it's like I see, I can, I can definitely see that. Mm-hmm. Um, just by he, like, was, I just found out that he was married to that girl from JS. Mm-hmm. Come yep. on, get a they piece have hits. of this ice cream. Baby. I mean, not not JS has hits. Um, the the Icy Brothers, Brothers and Earth, Wind and Fire have hits. Earth, Wind and Fire still tour and they put out a new album you in know a what? minute. And which also I've been reminds to Earth, me, Wind and Fire concert and that shit. Bang. I'm sure, especially in Shane Park. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh god. Yes. yes. All the, the in the summer. All white. Sangria I mean, I ain't even nobody's hand. auntie, but uh, yes. Hand up. Vibing, doing mm, the jasmine mm, mm. with some Alamaze, Alamaze, mm-hmm. Alamaze. <laughs> but you know what? This did remind me how fucking mad I am at R. Kelly because this motherfucker oh. made some of they—I mean, not some of their best records because clearly they have records that span. But yeah, as far as like born. my childhood and learning, oh yeah. Like, I knew the old stuff, clearly, because my parents played it. Well, not my parents, because my dad's Nigerian. He don't know. But, you know, my family played it. Yeah. But, like, that era of Mr. Big was so big for me, right? That was like, oh, I'm learning these lyrics, and I'm singing these Mm -hmm. parts, and I'm the woman... Girl, I'm about to have a (laughs) Right. (laughs) Playing, going between voices and shit. (laughs) And it really pissed me off that R. Kelly really wrote that. Because I'm like, fuck... You know, yeah. I felt the same. I'm still way mourning. I'm I still was, mourning those songs. <laughs> yeah, I felt the same way when I was um, planning my '90s party and realized how much songs I'm like, I fuck, yeah, I can't, I can't play. Can't this. play. Like, don't play. Don't play this. Don't play this. Um, so yeah, fuck him. No, I'll I'll live without the music um, because little black girls. It's very party. sad. Yes. Um, but yeah, that was a good versus. I'm also looking forward to um, SWV and Escape. Oh yeah, um, me too. I, I have escape in that one. Yeah, it's yeah, Mother's Day weekend. I have um, escape in that one. I'll never forget. Candy, I went to that concert. Candy can enter the songs that she also wrote. Oh yeah. I just not they that I care a little bit longer. I don't even think it's still a competition. Yeah. But you think I'm not when you're out at the club? Don't think I'm don't not. Don't think I'm not. <laughs> you feeling good and somebody's getting hot. Don't yeah. stop. I think people think people not. think SWV because they think of Week and they're like, oh, that's my jam. But once Escape starts playing all oh, you the have so many, deep my, cuts that's not really deep secret, cuts that you're going to start understanding, seeing, understanding, just um, kicking it, and yeah. the Just Kicking It remix. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I went to a concert yeah. in, when I was still in LA, so this had to be like three, four years ago. And mm-hmm. um, 
It was actually really, it was actually very good, very entertaining. Monica opened, it was like a whole bunch of openers actually. Mm. Like Monica opened, Tamar opened. I like the Atlanta crew. It was good. It was a good ass concert, but their part, I was like highly entertained. I was like, oh yes, this is my crowd. I don't know. I would assume so. I, I don't know. This is it's very With weird. The, Their allegations are very weird. I don't know. From my sources in Atlanta, that shit it's is true. very much true and everybody it's is. It's not that I don't believe aware. it. It's just weird. It's just like what? It's just like hard to comprehend. Yeah. Um, but where there's smoke, there's fire. So you're not gonna tell yeah. you're not gonna say one okay, one person, but then it's at this point it's like over ten. Um yes. So yeah, no, and I, it's Ti, and I feel like it's very. That's where, I, and I'm like, so I, I just want to hear Tiny's side of this story, um, because I feel like this is not the first time Ti has dragged her into some bullshit. But if they're both co-conspirators yeah. in that shit, then they need to be dealt with, and justice yeah. needs to be served. Even if she's complacent, then right there she because Camille Cosby ass, yeah, bitch. I don't, I don't, don't play in our face. You know. You know, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, or even saying, I don't want to know the detail. Like you knew something was, yeah. you know, some fuck shit was around the corner. All them settlements, all that corner. money. I mean, I don't know, but yeah, you, yeah, you can't tell me that she was listening, yeah. live, married to a literal psychopath. Same thing with Ti. It's just like, <sighs> I don't know, I yeah. don't know. Ever when you mention psychopath. In the family of psychopath, narcissist, whatever, whatever, I feel like that has come on my list of like things that I'm terrified of ever since watching. Did you watch The Undoing on HBO? Oh yes, with yes, yes, Hugh yes. Grant and yes, Nicole Kidman, baby girl who plays the you same. You know, I love a good white movie. woman show. Yes, um, like so you had no clue, you had no right, no inkling right. of this person you see every day, like. That nigga killed his own little sister with no remorse. With no remorse. At if this point, if, if you haven't, haven't watched seen it, already, I mean, it's yeah, it's, it's been literally months. been months. So sorry. Oh, and that's not it. even the secret too. That's not the secret. No, that's not. The sister was a fact. Yeah. In like mid season. Yeah. Um, but, but it's very good. It was. It's acted and told very well. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely some rich white people shit. It is. Um, do you watch Succession? Yes and no. I'm behind. I'm like in okay. the middle of season two because it's going into season okay. three, right? Yeah, it ha- season three hasn't aired yet. Yeah, it's it has an Ethan in it. Yeah. yeah, I'm on season two. I just it's kind. I'm kind of slow to watch it. It's not something where I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, appointment. Like, let me binge it and appointment watch it. It's kind of like, oh, okay, I'll get around to it. You know, oh, let me go back to the succession and watch the episode or two type of thing. Yeah, I only watched it because. Sonalathan is scheduled to be in the third season. Okay. That's also how I started. And it's a good it show. Tuck. It's a good show. It just doesn't yeah. excite me. Like I can objectively say this is a good show, but for some yeah. reason it's, it's not enough for me to. It is, you know. I'm just like uh. you got to pay attention to the dialogue to like understand what's going on. Yeah. Um, Another show like that is Industry. Have you seen Industry? That's also on. It's an HBO Max original. It's so good. Yeah, I, but I haven't it's, finished it. I don't know what the fuck they do. <laughs> 
like their job. <laughs> they buy and sell stocks or some shit. I get I, that, but like the intricacies of it, I'm like, I don't know. I literally when someone fucks up, I don't know that they fucked up right. until there's I, a lot in the so there's a guy on so YouTube so who's who used to work at Goldman Goldman Sachs and he breaks down every mm-hmm. episode. So like, oh, at, so see, he's watching it. That. So he like watches the scenes and he only breaks down the the parts of the episode that have to do with work so he doesn't like all the drama shit i can keep on but just the work shit and so uh that helps because i'm like what is going on how much money did she lose or like what's so bad about x y and z and then i started reading summary articles too (laughs) um but it is a really good show and i'm looking forward to season two it seems like anxiety stress overload i would it does yeah they make a lot of money though but i like the way they because no character is perfect they're all very imperfect yeah um like you rooted for some and you not rooted for others then it flips didn't a black girl fuck up on something because i was like rooting for her by default but then she did something wrong yeah and i was like i like that i like that yeah yeah so yeah it's a good show it's a good show yeah um, there's just another one. There's another one that came out. It actually premiered last night with Kate Winslet. Um, it's on HBO. I forget the name of it, but I was like, oh, I'm gonna give that a try. It's a series. It's a series on HBO. Oh, I'm about to check that out. The girl oh. from uh, uh, Titanic. Yeah, Kate Winslet. The name of the show is Mar of East Town. But yeah, um, it premiered last night. But I, you know how it's just someone white women actors that you like. I fuck with her. Kate Winslet yeah. is one of those people. So I'm like Nicole Kidman, Renee Zellweger. I mean Reese Witherspoon, not Renee Zellweger. Reese Witherspoon knows how to play a white woman in yeah, a she way do. that she do. She do. It's like she do. And girl, if you get you it, know, you get you it. You know yourself. Yes. Yeah, you if know you yourself, get it, you get like, it. She really be playing that. Yeah. She really be playing that well. So she's so yeah. good. I, I started following her on Instagram. <laughs> I was like, you know what, Reese? I'm gonna keep up with your ass. She's cute. Um, well, after Beyonce gave her champagne and shit, I was like, okay, she's worthy. Yeah. And I will say too, she's the only celebrity, at least the only one that I pay attention to, who since last summer has consistently like said what she said of how she was going to start i mean she just has a book club so a lot of her books now in her book club like are of black authors and Mm -hmm. she'll have people like on her instagram and she's still doing it you know how Mm -hmm. most people they said that shit in may Mm -hmm. and they stopped in august Mm -hmm. like soon as the seasons changed they changed at least she's still you know doing something i guess Um, so she gets instead of negative stars she gets none she got a follow for me. You know how, like, you know how niggas be like, oh, she's invited to the cookout. No one no one's is invited, invited to, the to cookout. my cookout, but you can get a follow on Instagram. No, I have strict COVID measures at my cookout, so some have of y'all, y'all niggas, niggas not. Are not. Some of y'all niggas are not even <laughs> invited to my motherfucking cookout. Mm-mm. Oh, Fuck no. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, we got a lot um, in store for you all in season two. Um, if you have any topics you want us to touch on or any type of listener letters or questions, as always, send those either to our DMs on Instagram yeah. or Twitter um, at Queen Tone Pod, um, or you can email us at uh, Pod at gmail.com. Um, yeah. Let us know what you're thinking, what you want us to touch on. 
you have look out for more guests some of our sage advice yeah, yeah i love <laughs> which really be like i don't know like i don't, don't know do shit. Shit. uh yeah it couldn't be me um anything like that hit us up um and welcome back for season two yeah welcome to season two see y'all in two weeks this episode was produced by us and edited by daner cole our theme music is the track same by ricky ells be sure to check it out on all streaming platforms for questions, comments, feedback, or topic suggestions, hit us up at queentonepod at gmail.com. Be sure to also check us out and follow on Instagram and Twitter at queentonepod. Thanks for listening. <laughs>